Hey y'all, I'm Christian Steadfast Love. This is my book called Willing and Able. I'm going to share some insights of my experiences, some of the knowledge I have pulled along the way, and some of the wisdom I have applied. This is chapter one. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I have had so many amazing blessings in the last few months, yet I still wake up with a feeling of loss and urgency. How can that be, I ask myself. There must be some reason for this feeling of disillusion. Have I lost my ability to just be satisfied with the moment I'm residing in? Or is there some deeper desire unmet that is distracting my daily enjoyments? All I know is that each moment I live, I am drawn to something that keeps me from truly being present, and it's exhausting. I take a breath to take in a positive outlook, and with each pull of powerful courage, I follow up breathing out fear to expel anything that is not of love, peace, or joy. This has been a practice that satisfies the soul, and my mind appreciates the posture of cleansing my whole self. There are only thoughts of gratefulness and thankfulness to begin the day, and I'm ready at this point to face my Creator with a receiving heart. This heart position is of the utmost importance when I am sitting at the feet of my Savior. I come to His presence like an inquisitive child awaiting my directive for the day, or a servant awaiting the daily agenda of His will. Either way, I am in reverent worship of his authority for my call to action for the day. In that, I find there is no pressure about what needs to get done or what I may be missing on the calendar. I know in his strength and timing anything and everything can be completed in the proper fashion and time frame. I am living out a studious involvement with the king of this world as I walk through my daily tasks, allowing the guidance of the Holy Spirit to sway in and out of my being as I live obedient to the daily directives that impress upon me. This is my daily working hand, in hand with the Almighty God. Doing the things He is directing and orchestrating as I just walk with Him in obedience. That is fulfillment of my daily needs, and serves as all the joy I need, knowing that I am living in His will for my life. I will say, to put each day into this picture would be perfect. As we both know, there is no perfect scenarios in this world, and each day comes with its own custom challenges to overcome right from the moment you wake up to face the distractions this world interjects into your thoughts almost immediately. So with that being said, I work at slowing things down and allowing the Holy Spirit to breathe into each of my moments as they blow on by me with the passing winds. It has been said that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I would push back on that statement and say your first thoughts and actions from the point of awaking to putting your feet down on the floor is the most significant to your whole day. To put those thoughts into motion is what you feed on as a priority builder for how your body, mind, and spirit collide. The chemicals of your anatomy create the dosage you need to achieve whatever you prioritize your day to accomplish. With all that said, 
I believe that this precious time is the most important of your day on how and what you choose to feed yourself. This is the nutrition that truly feeds more than just our stomachs and bodies. We are more than just carbon beings that need sustenance to fuel our lives. The fact that we have so many feelings and emotions that can sway us in all types of directions, I believe there is so much more to the anatomy than what can be seen physically or emotionally. Our brains are full of chemicals and neuropathies that are constantly sending and receiving and responding. The orchestration of such responses can become a fuel or an anchor for people. So if we have so many variables in our daily responses to this life we are leading, why not get a handle on how we allow what can control to become routine? For instance, when someone says something that may be bitter or negative, we can respond in a way that brings light to the situation and allows grace and compassion to overcome the tension that a person is carrying due to some circumstance that is out of their control. What they control is the way they perceive the outcome. We can become so used to responding in such a way that it just becomes routine for us. What are you feeding the world around you? What kinds of responses are you allowing into your day to day? We can become the kind of perspective for people that provokes change for the positive. Instead of complaining, we can contemplate. Instead of judgment, we can evoke compassion and grace. Instead of hate, we can become love in all areas of our life. Do you think having these aspects of choice will alter your daily enjoyment in relationships? I personally believe this is the way, the truth, the life. A living example of peace, joy, and love. It starts with the beginning of each day and will carry with you until the rest your mind at the end of the evening. I have worked a great deal on changing my daily decisions in such a positive way that others may feel my presence as I walk into the room. The reason they feel something isn't me at all. It is the Holy Spirit flowing through my obedient heart. I have received Christ into my life, and every moment I am choosing His will over mine, it just allows His presence to pour out of me like a river flowing. Choices matter, and how we start our day truly can be the catalyst for how we respond to the world around us. How are you feeding yourself each morning, and what are you carrying to bed as you wretch each evening. Ask yourself if you're exercising these attitudes as routine. Do you desire change? Will you allow the Lord to become your example of pure living and dedicate the same tenacity Jesus had to please God the Father with all your choices? Are you feeding yourself the nutrition he provides us with in his living word and the necessary attention to embody his fruits of the Spirit? These attributes in your daily life cannot be denied. They are the ways you can provide a harvest each day for those you encounter and beyond. Our choices are like a stone thrown into a pond. The impact causes rings to flow outward. Those rings travel across the pond to all sides where the water meets the ground. The ripples flow away, away and affect even the places you haven't ever visited. That is the kind of impact we have with our choices, positive or negative. Knowing that your daily choices have impact on the world around you, what would you be satisfied with? Would you want something you said in anger to flow into a home of a coworker? Would you rather a complimentary statement than encourage someone to be passed along from one 
to another and continue to flow to places you haven't ever visited. That is what picture I'm attempting to illustrate here for you. What we say and do matters and what should stay accountable to our actions by going far beyond what we can see for ourselves. Exercising our daily routines with Christ as the focus will allow our impact to be one of a positive nature. Instead of constant scrutiny for those not living a life of love and compassion, we can be a beacon of hope and create a view from the outside looking in that is kind of kingdom living is attractive and produces the kind of sweet and nutritional fruit that even the most critical person can see the benefits of such a lifestyle change. We are a body and together we can show this world that there is so much more to living than personal gain and achievement. We can share in this world together and treat each other with honor and love. There is no reason to step on one another to get somewhere. There is no benefit to crushing others with our own personal pain and frustration. We are called to be lions. That doesn't mean we just dominate and roar at every intolerance we encounter. We are to protect and embody power. We live in that identity. That should be enough. It's pride that becomes a position of having to prove our own strength. There is no need to puff up our chest because now we are just displaying the need to dominate over others. We are to love those around us and become a leading example of strength and leadership. Just be who you are meant to be and follow that path with grace and honor. Respect the talents and gifts you've been privileged with. With that privilege comes great responsibility to stay humble, knowing where the gifts derive from. They are gifts given by our Creator. He planted a seed in each one of us, and we are to be stewards of such responsibilities. Also, we are to encourage each other to walk out those gifts for all humanity to receive. No matter how large or small you may perceive your gifts to be, there is a reason they were provided to you. Your impact still reaches the shores on all sides of the lake, pond, or ocean you've been entrusted with. Fear or pride can become a quagmire that keeps us from attaining these gifts. When we are living outside of our gifts, we start finding things to be attractive that physically are destructive in our nature in our lives. When we get pulled away from our path, we can find ourselves in the dark not knowing where we are or even who we are. That is a place I know so well. I was haunted by my calling for years, and it has been an utter reprieve to finally just trust the Lord's seed inside me. It has now been nourished and gardened and is producing fruits I have never encountered in my life before. As we trust in the seeds within us, and not our selfish ambition or expectations coming from our influencers, we will see true fruits of the Spirit in all areas of our lives, as well as it will pour out into the environment around us. Think about it this way. What if your gifts is a catalyst for another person's need for inspiration that literally changes the course of the world? Would you focus on that sports car or pool in the backyard, if you knew your selfless obedience to your calling could impact billions of people? I had to ask myself that question as I made my dreams and goals list this past year. I now see that my impact ripples further than places I can see. I am trusting the Lord's hand and orchestrating the direction of my life. He does things way better than I can when I'm attempting to control every move. Releasing control has been the best choice I've ever made in my life. Grateful for the pressure releasing and prioritizing the obedience as a driving force towards a life well lived.
I hope y'all enjoyed chapter one of Willing and Able. This is a devotional style book. 20 chapters, 21 days. Change your habits and routines. One chapter a day. You can read it as many times as you like. And at that point, discipline yourself for chapter two. It's coming. I appreciate y'all. Much love.